Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. I'd like to introduce uh, all our guests today. I, I'm your host, uh, Baron Fang, and with me today are Anthony. Hello. Uh, we have uh, Michael or Goose. Hello all. Who I will be referring to Goose because I find it easier to keep track of that way. So Goose it will be. Uh, Vernon returning with us once again. Fan, fan favorite, Vernon. Uh, and uh, joining us for the first time, uh, Mac, or Mac Attack. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Anyway, welcome, everyone, and um, let's uh, let's hit, um, what have you been playing? Uh, how about you, Anthony? What have you been playing? Oh, man, you, you, you should know better than to ask me. Yeah, yeah, here we, here we go. <laughs> Pandora's box is now open. Um, just recently uh, started Gears of War 3 again. Um, geez, what else? Borderlands, the first one. Uh I feel like there was one other big one. Oh, Turok. I still feel like I'm missing one. That is not a big one. Turok? Yeah, it, horrible game, but you know Don't me. Don't you dare lie to us, sir. That is not a big game. <laughs> no, there's there's another one. I just it, it escapes me right now, so I'll just say those three for the time being. Wow, how about you, Goose? I've been doing a run-through of um, Final Fantasy IV. I like to play it at least once a year. Um, Skyrim and Borderlands 2 for the most part. Oh, wow. Uh, how, about, how about you, Vernon? I have been getting in a lot of Magic the Gathering, but video game-wise, I've actually been uh, doing a uh, <laughs> doing a playthrough of The Walking Dead so I can get into Season 2. So I'm, I'm uh, 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 three-quarters of the way through the uh, 400 Days DLC. Okay, so you're aiming to carry this save into the, the second game? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, and how about you, Mac? I feel like... Because um, Vernon is here, I should be saying that I am spending all my hours playing Thief to get those videos out faster. But <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is that I have lost my life to both Hearthstone and Magic the Gathering. So <laughs> also the, the 2014 uh, game version. So it's I like Hearthstone because it's nice and easy. And those daily quests, they just are so addicting as much as I, I love my one mage deck. I You have to do the daily quests because... Free money, man. Free money. But Magic: The Gathering. If you ever want to have in-depth game, oh, love it. Cool. I'm I'm uh, seriously considering getting myself a toolkit uh, set and 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 getting into it. I, I was into it years ago, um, and uh, I don't know. I I think it's Vernon that's been talking about it. That's been getting me uh, and Chris that have been talking about it. That's got me interested in maybe. Don't, uh, don't blame playing. us, sir. Well, I gotta you blame. Have, you have to. You have to listen to the urges that come from inside. I gotta blame somebody. It's um, your conscious <laughs> speaking. Join us. Join us. <laughs> Uh, as for myself, um, I've been playing a bit of FTL Advanced Edition. The free, the free Advanced Edition upgrade dropped about 10 days ago. Um, a great addition to uh, an already brilliant game, which I think even even when it's not on sale is still about 9.99. And if you can snag it for five bucks in a Steam sale, well worth it. The Advanced Edition, I, I haven't really uh, haven't really got a sense of. Uh, of everything that it adds yet, because I've only put about some um, five to ten hours in. But um, yeah, uh, it you know one of my favorite games uh, from the year before, and more free stuff. Well, you can't go wrong there. Plus, I've been playing a bit of Dirt too, which I realize is uh, I think about four and a half years old, but uh, it's still one of my favorite uh, PC driving games. Um, well, let's let's delve into the main reason that we're here. Um, we're here to talk about cheating, and. Uh, as I as I have a bad habit of doing whenever I introduce a topic, I end up going like 10, 20, 25 years into the past, and I'm not going to disappoint <laughs> with cheating. Uh, we, have to, we have to with this topic. I, I, think, I think we have to, yes. Uh, Time so, traveling. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> cheating in video games. I mean, for me, I, I, I mean, look, I, I go back. I go back pretty far to the days of, you know, Coleco and, uh, and Atari 2600. I don't remember... I don't remember being able to cheat in those games. There may have been exploits, is if that's the right word that that existed in some of those games that I'm just not aware of. Uh, but really, the first time I ever remember cheating in something, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who this was the, uh, the same experience for. The first time I ever remember cheating in kind of a sanctioned way in a game was a cheat code for Contra, <laughs> the fam the very uh, famous uh, Konami code. Uh, for NES Contra, which was, of course, the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. 
which I think works in about uh, six or seven. Uh, yeah, you've got it. <laughs> you, someone's <laughs> typing out the instructions for me. Exactly. Um, and I think I think I've even seen a T-shirt or two with that on it. That's how uh, well known that is. I think there's about five or six NES titles alone that use that Konami code. And actually, technically, little trivia fact: if you ever watch the Wreck-It Ralph um, series, I mean the Wreck-It Ralph TV uh, movie, mm. when he's going to the hacking into the game, he uses that code to get into the <laughs> code of the game. <laughs> And that the Konami awesome. code is still used today. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've even heard of games that have it in it as like an homage, just as a joke, you know, that it'll do something. Uh, but uh, look for that game. Um, now, I got good enough at Contra that I didn't have to use that code anymore. I mean, if you if you have three continues and five lives apiece, you should be able to beat Contra eventually. But at the time, it gave you, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like 30 lives for continue or something like that. It was ridiculous. Um, and it, it was fun. I mean, it allowed people who weren't particularly good at that game to progress. Um, but it, and it was a well-known cheat code that just about any Nintendo magazine would publish. And, uh, look, there's, there was other ones for the, there's other ones for the consoles. I guess the point that I'm getting at is that for me, uh, at the start, cheating was something that was really just a single player, two player sort of thing. And it was really only on consoles as I remember it. And then, Doom came along, <laughs> and that was the first time for, for me that I really experienced that on PC. Um, anyway, those are... A whole new world of opportunities opened up for him at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but again, it when I use the word sanction, I, what I'm getting at is that it, it was something that the designers put in the game as a secret, I suppose, but it was, it was kind of there on purpose, whether it was a god mode or a no-clipping mode, for you to be able to experience the game in a different way. I don't really think that I ever felt like I was doing something wrong. Um, what, what, I mean, uh, Anthony, what, what it would have been like the first time that you encountered that in like, was it a console PC for you? Was it, was it just something you read in a magazine, like Nintendo power or something like that? You know, uh, my, my, uh, history with gaming doesn't go as far back as yours, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, I have, I, you know, my first console definitely was a, uh, an Atari, I vaguely, vaguely remember that. But as far as my first um, instance of cheating, off the top of my head, I really, the only one I can think of would be uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, I believe. You, you know, like max health and all the weapons and all that. Mm. Again, a single player game, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and there, there might have been one before that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that might have been the, the first one where I used it heavily. So. How about, how about you, Goose? Was it, was it a P, was it something you encountered on PC first or, or, or consoles? And it was it, was it a solo player as well? It seems to be the, what most people I talk to, it's solo, solo players where it was encountered first. Oh yeah, and what a lot of people, younger pe people nowadays, don't realize is back then we didn't have the internet. So when you found a cheat code, <laughs> it was it was big doings. And in fact, the first cheat code I ever found was actually um in NBA Jam's um big head mode, one of the first ones I ever found. And because my brothers and I used to play that constantly, mm. and we just found all kinds of stuff in that game we could do. We later looked up once we had the internet and realized there were so many things we never figured out. But still, that was the first one where we had the big cheats. But then, like Anthony said, of course, you got into the GTAs and all that. That's when cheating got big time because you could just go online and look up the code. See, back in our day, you had to do it the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> you had to actually figure it out. And look, you're you're a bit younger too, obviously, Vernon. Would it would it have been something that like you, you passed around at school about, you know, a cheat code for this game or that sort of yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. And the I think the first time I encountered it was for the uh, the the NES, and then uh, with the uh, what was it the Hang on, hang on. I had it pulled up here. <laughs> I had it pulled up. Ah, the Game Genie. Oh yes, mm -hmm. yeah, the, yep. the Game Genie. And then again, um, my dad brought home a Game Shark mm -hmm. uh, for the for the PlayStation. So uh, and then you know that that's when you know every every kid was getting one. Um, so you know we were like, oh, you know you could do this, right? And then um, I think it got really big and then died for me with uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Mm. Um, you can get all the guns, you get a bunch of money. Um, so yeah, it, it was. Uh, 
we weren't really figuring it out at that point. We were just getting the getting the codes from these things that already had cheats on them. Yeah. What about you, Mac? You would I take it you would have been pretty young the first time you encountered some sort of a cheat code? Or I'd like exploit? to point out. Um, I feel like there should be a disclaimer here that I am actually probably the youngest one in this in this group because I'd I think I've got so. the oldest game for. Uh, my first cheat code experience was probably Morath Ball back on the DOS system. Oh, wow. And it wasn't really a cheat code per se, but if you typed in the right, uh, the right menu options, you could get yourself a way to get the computer to play through the entire game for you, which was <laughs> great if you wanted to see what the game had in the end levels and you were really bad at the game like I was at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of <laughs> found like there was, there was three different kinds of, of cheats in my life. There was... The kind of cheats where they were just kind of fun, like in Mario, where um, Mario Kart, where you would do it on Rainbow Road. If you jumped off the yeah. track at the certain yeah. point, you'd be able to skip ahead. Yeah. Those were kind of fun. Yeah. Then there were ones like Age of Empires 2, where how do you turn this on, where um, it just would give you a super OP car that shoots bullets out of it. And <laughs> I found that would kind of actually ruin the game for me because it got really addicting to use it if you were ever starting to lose. But it took all the fun out of it. Mm. And then there's the cheats where they're just grief griefing other people, and those ones are just no fun for anyone. But yeah, yeah. well, uh, look, I as I expected, you know, kind of a similar theme for the dawn of cheating was that you know in the days in the days where it was not online, it was you know, for the most part, it was something that you were just doing for the heck of it. I, I it's interesting you mentioned Rainbow Rainbow Road. Probably uh, probably one that was a little more practical to pull off was. Um, the the war, uh, Wario Stadium. I think there was a section that you could jump over a wall, and uh, and get a reasonable advantage advantage in terms of of that race. And if you were actually playing with you know three other people, that would give you an advantage as a bit of an exploit. But that that's about but as you'd bad never it. look as epic as the Rainbow Road. Oh yeah, yeah. Top MLG gaming with the Rainbow Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the in 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 these in the days of the distant past before cheating was online, it was just something that was sort of silly and fun. It's certainly something that wasn't looked down on, and you know anyone who was really trying to play the game for what it's worth um, wasn't wasn't cheating, except to just kind of you know when you were done. When you were done with the, <laughs> when you were done with the game and it really ringed everything out of it that you could, you could, you know, using the cheat codes was sometimes a fun way to get some extra value out of it or experiencing it in a different way. Uh, but then online gaming came, <laughs> and, uh, and everything changed. And everything changed. And the dark ages came upon us. I, I mean, and I mean, you don't, you don't even really need to go into how how it changed. I mean, the mo the moment that people found ways to exploit or cheat uh things in online games they were doing it and i mean what do you reckon anthony is it just is it just the fact that it was a new competitive environment that just spurred that i mean what is it is it just something inbuilt in our human wiring why, why is it that the moment that we had the way the ability to play online that the, the cheating just changed yeah i i think you kind of alluded to it but I, yeah you know as far as human nature and you know just our general competitiveness i think that came to it and if you know people felt like they maybe they felt that they should have been as good as some of these other players and found out they weren't uh, you know i don't for lack of you know a better word you know they had to they couldn't handle you know they couldn't handle not being able to win on their own so mm. they it's, found it's another stack the, stack the deck yeah right so um, and I don't a magic know, term. <laughs> right. So I think that's, I don't know. that's how it got started. Mm. Anyway. Well, here's here's a random question for you. You're saying about the multiplayer experience, but what I, I was never involved with the uh, arcade games. Was there much cheating in the arcades? Because that also had the leaderboards and people competing with each other in the arcade. Yeah. I mean, look, there. The, I, I was never really heavily into that environment either. But yeah, there were games that were infamous, in, infamous, infamous for having exploits of one sort of it or another and i mean really unless you made sort of a gentleman's agreement not to use them <laughs> you know like how, well how i mean i mean that that's that's kind of that's kind of uh exaggerating a bit considering you know a lot a lot a lot of these arcade uh, experiences weren't gentlemanly in any way but like sir jeff do you fall suit <laughs> Promise to yeah. not use the ABBA yeah. cheat code in this 
fair match between gentlemen. Look, I, I doth. I've witnessed it. I've seen guys just say, "Okay, look, just don't use cable in this in, in this uh, in this grouping." Yeah, okay. Well, I won't use cable. Like that. That's as that's as good because you can't patch. I don't really think you can patch these arcade machines. So if they're broken in some way, um, it, short of agreeing to it, how do you not? Um, but yeah, I. It, it's uh, I, I, you're probably right. It probably did predate the uh, the online stuff, but. I don't, I don't have we got uh, I think we lost goose here is we did is it, yeah we did oh well Vernon um I mean what do you what do you reckon it was about the oh okay all right um <laughs> what what do you reckon it is <laughs> Vernon why why did it uh why did it go from being something that was just kind of cute and innocent to something just different once it became an online comp you know competitive sort of thing I don't think it was ever a, a cute thing I, I think it was something that you know like uh like tony said it was something that uh you know people felt that you know they couldn't stack up to other players i mean when i went to the laundromat or the chinese food place the big thing there was that there was an arcade version of street fighter 2 and yeah. the leaderboard was the, the leaderboard was the top 10 uh top 10 scores that would yeah. come up after every like preview of the game which you know would make you feel okay well you know there's a sense of uh, achievement there if you get one of those top 10 scores um but let's go to webster's shall we <laughs> are you looking up the definition of cheating or according something? to webster's cheat is a verb to break a rule or law usually to gain an advantage <laughs> at something now i can sit here and break down you know with a college explanation about it or I could just say, hey, you know, it is, I can agree that it's human nature and call it a day because, you know, yeah, it's a big part of it. Mm. The, I mean, I never really felt the need except to, like, beat my friends who had all the time in the world to play these freaking games on the Nintendo. <laughs> and I didn't because I was, oh, I don't know, going to school. Um, so it's it's all a matter of perception and how you and how you came across it, how you did it if you were involved with it. But... I mean, I don't think it's a necessarily a, an epidemic or was an epidemic at the time, but you know, yeah. online gaming kind of changed that because people broke the games and and you know figured out the, the glitches and made their characters extra strong. And I think a lot of it, I think I encountered a lot of it with Halo. Mm. Um, people were like changing the game to fit their needs and stuff like that. They were making other people slower, and I don't understand that. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe a different question for you, Mac. Uh, what would have been the first time that you played an online game that you really encountered somebody like using some sort of an exploit or a cheat in an obvious way? Like, do you remember the game, the circumstances, PC console? I'd say Minecraft, but I'm pretty certain it was earlier than that. I don't play many <laughs> online games. I, I'm one of those major cowards who was like, they're scary out there and they'll say mean things to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for, um, I mean, oh, sorry, go on. I guess, the, I guess you know, in MMOs, I uh, played Lord of the Rings Online back in 2007, 2008. They had the gold farming and such, but I don't know. It, it got really different with the uh, last gen of consoles that came out, I find. Mm. So I'm kind of curious, worse, actually. Or... Yeah, it's, it's the entire community, really. They've gone a lot more, you know, aggressive about it. Mm. And both against it and for it. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I often wonder what it is. I know for me, the first time that I ever really witnessed it in a really blatant way was um, Half-Life uh, just Deathmatch, uh, which, you know, is just all every man for himself. And they were people basically programming in commands that allowed them to do things in impossible ways that were running around and just slaughtering everyone. And after witnessing that a few times, I just felt like, well if no one's going to fix this or stop them from being able to do it, why, why even bother? And I just, I just walked away from it. Can uh, I interject? Yeah. Um, you say half-life one-on-one -on -one. now as, as a console gamer, I don't know of 
Half-Life Online or any multiplayer mode. So is that something exclusive to PC? Yeah, yeah. Just or, there was a oh. there was a basic death match for Half-Life that you could play online, where you just ran around with up to I don't know twenty odd other people, and it, it was you could play it as a team, I believe. But uh, the death match was just you know every every like I said every man for himself, and uh, there's a leaderboard, and you respawn, and you know I think it's time limited or kill count limited and people that so, found ways to exploit that uh could simply just do impossible <laughs> things that everyone else couldn't and wouldn't you know uh would you know. yeah exactly and and uh, if you didn't know you were faced with either find you know cheating yourself or just not playing anymore and in the end i just chose not to bother uh, and avoid games that didn't police things properly um and that that brings to mind uh command consoles um you you guys have all had used PC games to one sort or another. You you know what I mean by a command console. I, I hope I'm using the right terminology, but that's that's where for you're... those of us who aren't familiar with the term. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind? Well, I, I mean, Mac, you might be able to explain it better than me. What? How would you? I'm, def- I'm assuming you mean command prompt. Yeah, prompts. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> C DOS. C DOS run. Run DOS run. Yeah, that, basically programming. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, there's some sort of a console or or, or prompt where you can literally type in commands that that would alter the gameplay experience in some way whether it's turning off gravity or something like that and i believe there's a lot of games that can actually there's actually an option to say disable command prompt but i can also remember back when you couldn't do stuff like that and you'd have situations where people were just altering the game uh you know at 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 will basically um and and that's something that's kind of unique to PC. I don't know of too many uh, console games that would allow you to do stuff like that. But again, that's I mean, Vernon, you said the more you know, and if <laughs> kidding, but really, that is kind of that is kind of the root of it. If you're a, if you're some noob, uh, you don't know all these exploits, and if the game isn't designed in such a way to protect you fr- from that, um, you really don't have a choice. Um, and another, uh, and again, I think this might be unique to, um, I don't know whether it was Goose that I was talking, Go- Goose, do you know what an aimbot is? Haven't the foggiest. I, do, do any, does anyone else know, here know what an aimbot is? Uh, I Imagine know the smart gun. Imagine the smart gun in, in Titanfall. Couldn't resist, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, go on, Anthony. <laughs> no, I'll, well, I was going to say, I know, you know, of it, I don't know that I could explain it in any great detail, but, yeah, you know, it, if you, if you know what I would, I, I don't know, Mac, maybe you know it a little bit better, but, you know, a lot of games, you know, console, and I'll assume PC as well, um, have just a, an option. You know, it's not considered cheating, just an option in the in the menu for uh, aim assist. Yes. So I'm assuming it's just something that, you know, just takes that way out of control and just yeah. whenever there's an enemy, it just centers your, um, your reticle directly on the guy so you don't even have to aim at them you just pull the trigger yeah or press the key whatever you might have to do so yeah basically that's as i understand it that's what it is as well and i and when i hear something like that i instantly think pc but um yeah i, I guess uh, i guess at at various times in the past there might not have been a way to actually stop players from using that sort of thing but uh what as and uh, segueing into my next topic it's getting it's getting to the point where the game companies that you know running these online servers and patching these online games have actually got to get into sort of an arms race <laughs> with the people that are playing it to stop them from from cheating um and uh perhaps one of the uh, most inventive <laughs> ways that we've heard recently uh for titanfall uh i'm sure i'm sure all of you heard this recently <laughs> yeah. uh th- this this made some headlines and i i have to admit i laughed uh well Ver- vernon you 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 do you know the story uh better better than i do perhaps uh, uh well i mean i don't I, I didn't pay attention to it too much um all i know is that there's been a lot of cheating in terms of the pc version of titanfall is, mm-hmm. that, is that correct yeah and I think so. they and their and their solution is to put them all on the same server yeah, I, as I, as I understand it, if if you get if you get uh, p- um, caught, <laughs> you get a, uh, and I I don't know whether it's time limited or whether you you get banned banished or. I I've run into banned. it a little bit. It's if yeah. you actually are the one actually modding the game or actually using the cheat, you're the one that gets put into this. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a server or just like this is the only one lobby or game type that you can play in now. <laughs> So, um, and it's interesting because they also said, you know, hey, if people were asking, well, what if uh, this person that got caught 
invites a friend or, you know, a couple of friends. Mm. And so apparently what they would do is that they would, those players that weren't cheating (laughs) would be put into that lobby, but only for the amount of time that they were actually in the same party as the cheater. But as soon as they left, they were fine. But the cheater stayed in that lobby, as far as I understand, indefinitely, forever. So So the cheater has a stink that can, like, get attached temporarily to other people. So I guess guess it kind of discourages you from associating with them. Right, but it doesn't, but it, and if I could touch on something else, but it doesn't punish them for being around them because maybe you didn't know. Maybe maybe they didn't, um, you know, were nice enough to tell you that, you know, they got, they cheat and they got banned because uh, there was, I know recently um, the new Modern Warfare uh, Ghosts, or no, I'm sorry, not Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty, uh, recently sent out a whole bunch of permabans and uh, a lot of them were people that weren't cheating. They were just simply in the same, the same game or the same lobby as a cheater, you know, and they got, they got completely banned. So hmm. I think Titanfall kind of had a better solution to that. I don't know how many other developers or how many other games you know kind of do that with other players that may be affected but aren't you know cheating in the direct sense yeah yeah so it's well uh, i kind of want this for twitter and youtube now you know just have all the trolling comments <laughs> they can only be seen by other trolls i mean that that'd be beautiful i'd love that yeah. well here's my here's my issue with with this in terms of like putting them in a separate um in a separate lobby so that they can cheat with each other um like tony said it really doesn't punish anybody it just it just puts them in time out indefinitely hmm. um but they're still playing the game and they're still doing what you don't want them to do so i mean you know ba- apparently banning them is not good enough so you know uh, <laughs> yeah you're in time out mister um yeah but they, to, you know, to play devil's advocate though i mean they're not hurting you know they're not necessarily hurting the rest of the community though are they you know i mean they're not even if they bring in players that might not have otherwise have known that they were cheating, all they have to do is simply back out of the lobby or the party with them, and they can go well, jump sure. right back I mean, into but the, the whole point. The, the whole point of why they're punishing them is because it makes it sucky for everyone else that's playing. If you're, you know, bending the rules to either make everyone else suck or you the best player ever, it's still ruining the game for other people. No matter who you bring in or if you're just playing with random people, I, I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just irritated because it's not really fixing the problem. Mm. And I don't think you can fix the problem. I think this is just something Another problem is that to some of these people, that in itself, finding new ways to cheat is the game to them. They they get a game just to figure out, okay, how can we break this one? And that's the challenge to them. Yeah, and and Tony and I were talking about this that could it could it get to the point where it this literally becomes a badge of honor <laughs> amongst the, the uh, amongst the cheating idiots that they want to really? they, they, that they want to get in there. I mean, it's not it's not that hard to believe that there might be some psycho that's just like that's their priorities to get into the cheating room and. Right. Well, my my thinking was yeah my thinking was that you know maybe badge of honor wasn't the right term but that you know in the in the day and age that we live in now especially with the internet that all of these people in this lobby somehow get together and try and make it seem cool to get into this band lobby and mm-hmm. make people want to, that may have never have wanted to cheat in their life, cheat this one time for this one game to get into this lobby. I don't know how they would do it, but it would not surprise me in the least if somehow that backfired in uh, the developers, who was that respawns face, for, <laughs> you know, setting up that system. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you get all the people from study hall in one place and, you know, eventually mischief can happen. So may, may, may you know, you know, <laughs> You know, like you said, become the cool kids. You yeah, send I mean, people to prison. They 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 learn how to be better criminals. Who know who knows what who knows what what could happen? They're gonna be playing crack magic in in Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, look, uh, I mean, I think something that Vernon was getting at was. Um, I mean, I, I think we could all agree. This is, if nothing else, even if you don't agree with the response, it's a creative response, if nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. I, I laughed when I saw it because I was like, wow, at least it's novel. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard of other sort of half-assed, half-hearted attempts to do things. And, and I've, I've also read about a lot of, let's be fair, overreach as well, too. Uh, when, when you're too overzealous in, in policing the game, sometimes you can... Uh, so sometimes you can uh, inadvertently snare people that uh, you know you you weren't meant to. Um, I mean, I'll ask you, Goose. Do, do you reckon um, 
do you reckon that they the developers etc do, do they just need to take a is it a question of taking a harsher line about cheating or just a more effective line what 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 do you think they should be doing and and how would you rate them you know today compared to the past about how they how they actually do in, in terms of dealing with cheating is it is it ineffective what would you say I feel with the developers, they kind of have what I like to call the Hydra Syndrome. Every time they catch one cheater, now there's two more they missed. And so there's, unless you have people who are literally just monitoring every single user, hmm. there's no way to get rid of every cheater. So I think with them putting them all into their own room is one solution. I agree with Vernon, that doesn't really address the problem, it just kind of... It's like putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound, for lack of a better term. Hmm. Because yes, you're moving them out for the you're moving them out for the moment, but they're still technically there. Now the other <laughs> side is the mass banning that say Ghost did, where they just said everybody in the, who's associated with them get them all out. Hmm. To me, that also that strikes as being too uh, too aggressive because now you're hurting gamers who aren't really doing anything wrong. Right. They need to try to find some kind of a middle ground. I don't think they've done it yet. I do think they can. A lot of gamers have told me they don't think it's possible. I believe it's possible. It just takes a lot of work. And honestly, it's gonna, it takes a lot of money, to be honest. And that's the big problem is a lot of folks don't realize, present company excluded, of course, is that the bottom line is always going to be about money. You can fix the problem, but it costs a lot to do it, so these solutions are much more cost-effective. Right. So uh, you mean like a, net, a less nuanced solution is, is more is more effective because you, you don't you don't have it's not as uh, there's not as much effort that goes into it. Uh, the, the, right. mo the more complicated to fish it is. Than a net. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you reckon, Mac? Is it is it? Um, I mean, first of all, would you give them a, a pass fail grade for how they do for how most of them deal with it now? And and is are there techniques that they could be using that they're not or? You know, I think that the thing is that they aren't trying to solve the cheating problem as much as they're making a statement. Like, I find that they're uh, trying to um, they're trying to basically defeat the cheaters at their own game because the cheaters are trying to take a well-made system and point out the flaws and make a fool out of it. And they kind of did the same to them. It, it reminds me in a lot of ways with the game dev tycoon game that walked out where to deal with pirating of the game, they made it that if you get a pirated copy of the game, you will inevitably lose because people pirate your game so much. It's just, mm. I, I understand the sense of humor they have in it. Will it work? I honestly don't know. I don't think it will stop cheating. I don't think you'll ever stop cheating. But at the same time, I think I think that doing this not only gives a little bit of a burn to the cheaters as well as it kind of gives the developers a better image in its uh, group because it's like, hey, we could have been real jerks about this. These guys are cheating. We could have been, you know, like just strict, put down the wall, you out of here. But we're having fun with them. We're proving that even in the hard times and when people are abusing us, we're still able to laugh it off. So from simply a che solving cheating problem, I don't think it's going to fix it. But from a marketing and trying to develop the community that they want problem, I think it was, it had some potential to it. Hmm. Ver Vernon, uh, looking at it from a corporate perspective, do you look at other developers, publishers are going to look at what Titanfall did? Do you think they're going to try their own spin on this? Or is this just going to encourage creativity in terms of how to deal with the problem? Do you, do you reckon anything good's going to come of it? Or is this just a sort of a, a funny sort of anomaly and most of it will be more of the same? Uh, both of the first options you gave and that it'll, in, it'll, it'll inspire creativity as well as give uh, provide an example for other companies. But I'll add another encourage um, more people, like we were saying earlier, more people to, to quote-unquote join that club and um, get in on, you know, what people are, get, get inside the club, basically get inside the click of the, the cheaters, you know, this fall on NBC, um, <laughs> you know, so it, it kind of, it kind of, um, like I said, it, it bugs me. And I did kind of laugh when I heard the, the, their solution was to, you know, put everybody, you know, only cheaters can play with cheaters and, uh, okay, but that doesn't really fix the problem. But yeah, I think it's going to, I think it's a good start like you said it's creative and um nobody can argue that okay. just just i hope that it, it they, they find a better solution hmm. 
Yeah, well, look, if it leads to a better solution, then I, then I guess it's worth the effort. I kind of hope maybe they uh, they try out some sort of a um, name and shame type <laughs> type method, like maybe maybe have it in the lobby screens or loading screens, like you know these these users were caught cheating today, sort of uh, Blade Runner screen <laughs> flashing up for everybody to see. That would be kind of interesting. Have like wanted posters, well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, bounties. You get extra points if you kill these guys. That would be genius. I, I sorry, I was actually. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. Extra achievements. <laughs> I was going to ask you that, Anthony, because you probably know Xbox Live uh, better than 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 the rest of us. Is are there any sort of sit- setups for that where you can actually get a a sense of who the cheaters are, like a name and shame or? Um, but yeah, I mean, Xbox does have a system in place and it kind of, I was going to kind of bring this up as well is that, you know, we all do kind of feel that it's the, the companies and the developers that should be, uh, taking care of cheating and rightfully so, but you know, maybe they can't do it all on their own. And maybe there is a certain level of, um, you know, responsibility that us as players have to kind of help make it better. And so, you know, Xbox does have uh, what they call the reputation system on the 360. And I think on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. which I don't have, they it's they have something similar or maybe it's exactly the same. I'm not sure. Anyway, 360, uh, they have the reputation system. And I think it's a great system. The biggest problem with it is not in the system itself. It's that I don't think enough people actually utilize it. Mm. You know, I haven't in the past couple of years, I've really gone back to single player, kind of like Mac and reverted to the shadows. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when I was doing, you know, I, I played Halo reach for, you know, almost a year straight, probably, you know, all the time. And I didn't come, I used to come across a lot of cheaters, I guess you could say in a sense, but every time I would, I would make sure to go to their, their, you know, profile and give them a negative rating and you could give them a specific reason why if it's, name calling or yada 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 and i'd always submit those i haven't done it lately because i haven't but i haven't played multiplayer games but um as far as the community in general i i don't know i don't feel like there's any really hard numbers that say um you know there this is how many reviews are out there and how many complaints and all that but i really think that that's that can only get better Mm. if there's more player involvement and i just i don't think there's enough of it oh look i I agree i mean if if (laughs) All of this talk about what the companies could do, et cetera, et cetera, would be moot if if we could rely on people not to be antisocial dicks. Um, but uh, but but that is that is a li- Mac. <laughs> I wasn't referring to Mac. I I confront them, but that would involve being talking with other people, and that scares me. I don't I don't have a problem with you with people being antisocial as long as they don't hurt anyone in the process. You know, there's different types there's different types of antisocial behavior. I call you names, but that would involve talking with you. So. <laughs> But yeah, I, I look. It, it's a it's a lofty goal, and yeah, as, as a site that um, promotes gamer advocacy, yeah, I I think we could all stand here and say yes, people should not be assholes. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's an easy thing to say, but uh, um, and, and look, we get and and, and and look, another question I had here uh, at the risk of being incendiary is who do you reckon the um, who do you reckon the uh, I'll, I'll just we'll just do it quickly. Um, who do you reckon are worst cheaters, the hardcores or the casuals? Mac. You know, this, I was actually just thinking about this, uh, trying to tie it in. Has anyone else noticed that a lot of the aggressiveness and extreme cheating and looking for loopholes and trolling stuff came up around the same time the MLG came out? Like when you mm-hmm. could start actually making money off of StarCraft or League of Legends, etc. Hmm. I just find that it's... Well, more than conspiracy, I just find that it, people are taking it a lot more seriously. That a lot of the fun has come out of playing games because, mm. oh, how dare you not go follow my every instruction on this because and go by this known strategy because we could have been making money if we were big enough and had a high enough rating on it type thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There might be something to that. Um, so you so you reckon it could be well I guess I guess you're saying hardcore then <laughs> is that what well, <laughs> I think that the hardcore people are a big part of the of the cause of what it is because people taking it seriously but at the same time to to quote a certain movie um 
some people just like to see the world burn. And <laughs> I, oh I find God. that if there's ever anything that is really precious to someone, there's going to be some jerk out there who's going to be like, oh, that means so much to them. Let's go and destroy it and make them cry because they're mummies. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is what I picture every 13 or 40 year old troll sounds like that. It makes me happier in life. Okay. What about you, Vernon? Would you put it more on the hardcore or the ca- or the casuals? You know what? I try. I always try not to differentiate nowadays um, <laughs> because it's it really. I mean, we're all gamers. Yeah. Um, if you play Angry Birds or if you play Call of Duty, there's no. I I think there are I think there are people who play games more. Um, however, for this type of thing, I don't think really anyone is to blame. I think it's a. I think it's a thing that's just like happening and someone discovered it and people are mocking that behavior Mm. um you know to say you know hardcore gamer or casual gamer yeah you play casually or you play more hardcore but there's no real reason to label it as such because we're all gamers right and we all take on this responsibility in terms of you know breaking these games and stuff like that and you know it makes us all look bad depending on you know how in-depth this this action is right so uh goose uh pretending for the moment that vernon didn't like dismantle my question and it's, you know what? And, it, and it's worthwhileness <laughs> what do you reckon hardcore <laughs> you know what honestly i think that it's fairly evenly based but i think that the hardcore side of it gets a lot more of the attention people put a lot more emphasis on them mainly because it just it brings more people to look. It brings more people to watch. Mm-hmm. I think it's fairly evenly split though among the sides. Mm. How about you, Anthony? Uh, I'd have to say hardcore. Um, you know, I I think that's it. Like I don't even really have an explanation. Yeah. It's just the hardcore. Yeah. I mean, there I think Matt kind of alluded to it. Like they're the you kind of have those two different groups of cheaters: the ones that want to see the world burn, and then the ones that maybe just want to just have the hot be on the top of the leaderboard maybe there's nothing sinister behind that like they don't intend to hurt anybody but they're still cheating regardless yeah. you know i just i don't i don't feel like casuals either troll and or try to get to the top they might you know somehow elude a paywall or something i don't know to get around it but I, so i think it's the hardcore definitely yeah. I, I i i agree with that i think the majority of the people who are cheating and, and being jerks are, are the ones that are the most invested in it uh I, I i just don't think if you have just a passing interest in something you would uh care that much to be able to game it but um one more question about the business side of things then um do you think it's possible and i think Ver- vernon kind of alluded to it that a game that has, you know, a particularly bad reputation as being like a, a cesspool for cheating and just antisocial behavior in, in a day where people are paying, you know, full price for games, sometimes even games that, don't, you know, don't have single player experiences, uh, paying for their, you know, in the case of a console, paying for their live account or PlayStation Network account. Do you, do you think it's possible that people might be deterred from do, do you do you think it's possible that sales can be affected by by cheating and 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 this sort of stuff what do you think mac is it is it actually uh, something that would give a player uh, a consumer i mean pause to 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 even play a particular game i think it can actually i don't know if it can destroy your um consumer base but i think it can change your consumer base because if you think about games like Rust or LOL, not saying it out loud before people get angry at me, um, or <laughs> Daisy or any other one that's been basically just taken over by people who are going to troll you all day, there's still people who play that game. And there's probably a lot more than who would normally play some of those games if they weren't able to troll people, if that makes any sense. Right. Okay. What do you, what do you think, Vernon? Like, and and to throw another question into the mix, is it going to hurt the pay-to-play games worse, or, or is it is it the games their subscription that are going to be hurt worse? Where where would you uh, what would you think? I don't think it's going to affect sales. I think it's going to affect people continuing to play that game. Um, if it you know impact whether uh, companies still make money off of it because people are going to keep buying games. People are going to keep buying DLC. Um, unfortunately, right. people are going to keep buying DLC. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's going to be a thing that's going to be 
around for a while and things like cheating i think that companies are gonna find ways to 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 stop it if not for just sheer panic for the fear that people might not buy other things it's not a reflection on the company that made the game it's a reflection on on other people who play it right what about you goose uh, is it going to ch- is it going to change any decisions that that companies make or or are like the, obviously uh, you you would be among those who feel that they're too bottom line focused to begin with but uh, is cheating s- something that they're worried about when it comes to design or longevity that sort of thing my initial impression says yes but honestly i don't think that they would look at it the same way say we do I think they would look at it a game that has a massive ability to be cheated in as this will be something that will draw in people to play it, even if those people may be cheaters overall. Mm. Now, is that the right way to look at it? Probably not. But very often we see that people don't look at things the right way. They look at things, as you said, the bottom line way. Right, right. How about you, Anthony? Is uh, I mean, and looking from talking from somebody who's more of a console gamer, you know, Given that pe- people are shelling out money for different subscriptions, etc., um, is do you do, do you think a play? Do you think there are players that are that are going to to look at this and think, well, this isn't a game I'm going to invest in because it's it's not a fair even playing field. It's are, are people going to steer away from games that have a reputation, or 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 even the opposite? Are are people going to look at a game like Titanfall that's doing something? Uh, proactive about cheating and 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 is that going to be a plus for those people Um, at that bottom line i'd say no um only because especially from a console standpoint you know we're we're now just being you know given the gift of games on sale you know months and weeks down the line and everything i feel like the the console base you know they jump on games immediately especially multiplayer like titanfall um Call of Duty, all these big Halo, they jump on it when it launches. And that's obviously when the company makes the majority of their money from sales. After that, it's just kind of trickling in from, you know, maybe sales or something other than that. But those people just jump in because they get into the hype and they want to play it. And they know when it launches, that's when you're going to have the the biggest community of players, whether it be cheaters or otherwise. You just have the biggest, you know, pool to pull from to get a a game going. So in the long run, honestly, as sad as it sounds, no, I don't think so because... It, maybe it'll change in the future, but you know, I just I think I feel like it. You know, people just jump on things immediately, and they might they might see that okay, yeah, there's cheaters in this game. I no longer want to be a part of it. But at that point, the game that you know the money's already been you know given to the publisher developer, and you know what what do they care honestly at that point? So yeah, yeah. Look, I I, I agree with a lot of the stuff that you guys said, and I, I think as I think as companies unfortunately have a much shorter uh, view out for how long they're going to be worrying about the game. You know, you're seeing games that servers get shut down after a few years. I, I think a lot of them are going to do just enough to deal with the cheating until they're, they've moved on to the next project. Um, I, I think the blizzards of the world are a very rare animal where they're going to support and improve and, and, um, and tweak games in all aspects, uh, security and cheating improved for long periods of time. I, I and I and I think you're right, Anthony. That it's it's the most important how it goes at the beginning of the game. Um, it's it's most important when the game is first launched. Uh, after after that, it doesn't matter nearly as much. Um, well, I think I think we've about covered everything. Um, uh, that I that I wanted to to talk about, uh, unless unless there's anything that you guys wanted to uh, to bring up specifically about cheating, um, and if not, use the reputation systems. Yeah, look, I I I, th- I think you're right. I think that's a I think it's a great idea, and if people would use it more and, and query, you know, people more and, and shun those that <laughs> or you know, like say have an like I don't know, does this exist? Can you have an option that says? Oh, I can only join games with people who have a reputation score above a certain level or something like that. That'd be kind of nice. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean again, that back... would be nice, but I think, but I think you know, it, it's getting people to utilize it. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, again, from an Xbox perspective, I can't speak for PlayStation or anything else. I know when you file that complaint, it's either avoid this player or prefer this player, and yeah. then after that, you go into why. Or unless you prefer, you don't really have to say why. But. Yeah. 
hey, look, if if we can use if we can use rating systems to rate eBay sellers and buyers, and everyone takes that seriously, right, <laughs> you know, right, absolutely, yeah. Why, why can't totally seriously? Why can't we? Uh, I mean, I don't buy from somebody who has any less than ninety nine, ninety eight, but uh, why why would we play with someone who has like uh, you know a uh, <laughs> thumbs down <laughs> on the rating system? But <laughs> maybe we all just need to be a bit more um, discerning. <laughs> Um, lastly, uh, second to lastly, I'll make my, uh, old school recommendation of the week. And, uh, this week, uh, I'm recommending a, uh, a classic, uh, Sierra adventure title, Sierra online back when they were, uh, still Sierra online King's quest three, um, which was originally released on the likes of the PC, IBM PC, Tandy, Apple two, uh, King's quest three to air is human. Um, easily my favorite in the series. Um, and a bit of a different take uh, in that um, it wasn't immediately obvious how this game fit in with the uh, with the rest of the series. Uh, and these are some minor spoilers. Basically, you find out that the main character, Gwydion, uh, is basically has no memory of his origins. Uh, you find out later in the game that he has some connection to the uh, to the main characters from the first and second game in the series. Um, it was, it's a pretty inventive game. Um, you're, you're basically at the start of the game uh, in the employ. You're basically a slave, effectively, to this evil wizard. And uh, you, you basically spend the early part of the game trying to escape from his uh, clutches, um, uh, le- learning how to cast spells, um, sneaking around surreptitiously behind his back, trying to, trying to get away. It was the first game that I ever played that had hard copy prop, copy protection. You actually needed the manual for the game in order to cast the spells to get the ingredients for the spells and solve puzzles that were in the game. So that was that became wow. that became very common actually after that to to need um, to need uh, some sort of a card or or the manual um, in in order. Uh, old school copy protection often required you to you know enter some phrase or a word on page X to get in, and and this game was kind of a an early take on that. Um, I don't think that you can play the original without emulation anymore, given that, <laughs> given that uh, current computers would certainly not run it. But there were two graphical remakes, um, third-party unofficial remakes, uh, both of which I believe are available on Steam that were very well-reviewed, one a couple years ago and one just two years ago. They've been purposely made to resemble the second and third generation Sierra titles, so very cool. I don't even think they necessarily have voice. They look more like the 16-bit versions, have mouse support, etc. The original King's Quest was very old school, like, you know, the EGA sort of uh, 12-color sort of uh, very blocky look like the original King's Quest and and Space Quest, etc. Uh, yeah, no, great game. Uh, even without even without voice, um, and even just with the new MIDI sound that they in- increased in it. But I grew up playing those old school Sierra adventure games, uh, so you know I have a special fondness for them. But anyone who really wants to try out what a, an old kind of an old school adventure title looked like, you can't get much better than this. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're not they're not difficult to get to get your hands on. I, I believe that both Steam and Good Old Games uh, have those versions available. Anyway, that's um, that's about it. I just uh, just wanted to thank um, just wanted to thank uh, all our guests today. Uh, I'll thank Mac, even though I think we may have just lost him. <laughs> uh, I'll thank. Oh no, we've got him back. Well, we're just, I was just thanking you when you when you briefly dropped off Mac. So thank you for oh. joining us today. Uh, thanks again to Vernon. Uh, thank you to Goose, and uh, thanks for joining us again, Anthony. Um, yeah, hard. Cheating is a frustrating topic to, to, to talk about because there really are no easy answers. And I, and I, think, I think we're all expecting that it's not going to disappear anytime soon. But uh, if uh, it's one of those things, if we could all count on one another as gamers to not cheat, we wouldn't have to worry about it so much. But we live in the real world. So uh, we'll, we'll be talking about it again down the line, I'm sure. Uh, T- Titanfall won't be the last game that I'm sure tries some new novel way of dealing with it. And uh, yeah, that that about sums it up. Thanks, uh, thanks again, everyone, and uh, uh, join us again uh, next time on on Point Streak. Thanks, everybody.